In the name of Jesus. Amen. The text for the devotion is taken from Mark chapter 10 verse 37. James and John said to Jesus, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. Dear friends, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, ask Jesus to grant them their request for glory. They want to sit next to him in his glory. The way of glory goes for Jesus goes through suffering and death on the cross. But the disciples are not paying attention. They just don't get it. They have not been listening to what Jesus has been telling them. Jesus has told them about his glory. And in the verses directly before our text, Jesus said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles, and they will mock him and spit, him, spit on him and flog him and kill him. And after three days he will rise. James and John were thinking that glory meant power and honor, but Jesus knew that it meant going through suffering and shame. You see, the glory of God totally contradicts the glory of this world, the glory that we have in mind. God's kingdom truly is an upside-down kingdom from our worldly perspective. Think about it. In the kingdom of God, the least are the greatest, the first are the last. In the kingdom of God, it is better to give than to receive. In the kingdom of God, the little children, the infants, who cannot yet rationalize their own thoughts, are an example of faith for us. God reveals his wisdom and the foolishness of the cross. God's power is made perfect in weakness. In God's kingdom we have to die in order to live. We can name many examples here. God's kingdom truly is an upside down one. It runs contrary to our worldly way of thinking. In the verses directly before our text, Jesus says something which is similarly upside down. He says, whoever would be great amongst you must be your servant. Whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. But James and John, like the other disciples, are slow of learning. And that's why they ask Jesus to sit next to him in his glory. After Jesus' resurrection and Pentecost, though, James and John did come to understand this upside-down kingdom through the Holy Spirit. They would both faithfully endure persecution on behalf of their faith in Christ. But here in this conversation with Jesus, they don't get it yet. And dear friends, what can we learn from James and John? First of all, we should be careful what we ask for, we might just get it. When we ask God for glory, we should um, let God answer our prayer in the way he knows best. James and John both did uh, or are now sitting with Jesus in his glory. But the road to that glory was rather different from what they expected. And it is the same for us. We sometimes expect God to give us only the good stuff. Because we are God's beloved children, we expect him to keep our lives free of hardships. But he does not do that. Do that. Rather, he uses those hardships to strengthen our faith in him. Jesus' response to James and John also teaches us something about what it means to be great in the eyes of God. The world says to us that in order to be great, you have to be the best, the first, the smartest. You have to have wealth and fame and success. But our upside-down king says, But it shall be not so among you. 
Whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. Jesus himself, the King of kings, creator of the universe, humbled himself and became our servant. To be great means to serve, not to be served. May God therefore continue to turn our selfish hearts into loving hearts of service over and over again, just like he turned James and John's hearts. May we gladly follow our Lord in his upside-down kingdom, even if it includes suffering for the gospel. Let us pray. O Holy Spirit, grant us grace that we, our Lord and Saviour, in, in faith and fervent love embrace and truly serve him ever. The hour of death cannot bring loss when we are sheltered by the cross that cancels our transgressions. Amen.